Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. You're listening to the award-winning podcast, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, featuring business experts, industry disruptors, game changers, and thought leaders to help you navigate a constantly changing marketplace. Want to build a successful business and become known as an influential voice in your industry? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. This is episode 253 brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. Now joining me today is Kimmy and Pua. Now these fitness trainers turned corporate productivity coaches, turned business coaches, believe that there are too many entrepreneurs with big dreams to serve the world in badass, amazing ways that end up feeling like it would be easier to just quit and go back to a real job. Now, BLE Digital is just so much more than a business. It's a radical movement to empower people to follow their dreams and expand the way that they think, they work, and they live in today's modern world. Now, on today's show, these lovely ladies are going to share working smarter, not harder, how to scale your business without increasing your time and energy output, what it means to be a badass in business and life, and what it takes to create an extraordinary professional partnership. Lots of great content there. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was the coolest introduction I have ever heard in my life. I'm so pumped up from that. <laughs> the music, whenever I um, play the, the, the intro, often my guests will be like this and it's like, oh, I forgot that I was actually on live. But you know what? I think that should be um, such a great way to start a show and what business should be all about, isn't it? I mean, I know that there are trials and tribulations and challenges, but our attitude towards how we address them uh, is going to make the difference as to whether we'll ride that wave and come out the other end uh, or not. But I love that you ladies are all about really finding out what it is that someone is passionate, purposeful about, bringing that into their business and of course uh, creating extraordinary businesses and you've created extraordinary partnerships. Share with us before we dive into all of the good stuff as well, how did you come to meet each other and that then turn into this incredible business? Who wants to dive yes. in? Uh, sure. I love this question. We love our origin story so much. And so you heard a little bit about it in, in our bio, but we originally met as fitness trainers. So we were in the fitness world and we met as coasters at, at like, we were doing like boot camp style coaching. And we just first were, um, really began working with each other as friends mm. and connected as we, uh, we both have this shared passion for problem solving, for helping people to feel better. We actually kind of joke around that we both have a really 
low tolerance for feeling like crap, you know? So that shared low tolerance for feeling icky is what really like we obsess, if you will, mm -hmm. over figuring out ways that we can feel better and optimize our experience as humans. And so it started in the fitness world. Uh, but as we worked with our fitness clients at the gym we were working at, we're like, wow, there's so much more going on with people beyond just the physical, beyond what, you know, really people would come to us with their fitness goals. And so many of them were miserable with their jobs, their relationships. There were so many other factors happening. And so we felt really called to be able to address things and speak to people beyond just the physical, you know, mm. talking about the emotional things that might be coming up for people, mental things. We were both really uh, obsessed with productivity, time, and energy training because, of course, what's the number one thing we always say? I don't have time to work out. So we're like, okay, let's really get down to the root of that. And so so that led us down uh, the sort of into the world of productivity coaching, mm -hmm. which we did for many years in the first incarnation of our business, serving primarily the corporate world. And as we worked more in the corporate world with productivity training, what we identified there is that often people don't have, they think they have time management issues mm -hmm. when in fact what's going on is an inspiration, lack of inspiration, right? So inspiration management issues. So we're like, okay, so let's figure out how can we help people to feel more inspired, more connected to what they're doing. And the more that we talked with people, what, and as we were building our own business, mm -hmm. we were like, oh my goodness, yes, we want to help entrepreneurs that have these dreams in their hearts, like we did, to take what they love and really turn their passion into a beautiful business. So mm -hmm. that's the sort of, it didn't make a lot of sense as we were going through it. There was a lot of stickiness mm -hmm. as we evolved and reinvented as many entrepreneurs do but looking back it makes so much sense we brought together our wellness philosophies our productivity strategies all together to now help people build beautiful online businesses that mm. give them more time freedom uh, the ability to have personal and financial freedom and just live that beautiful quality life that they desire so yes. that's the winding road to where we are now and we we love it so much we feel very blessed to be doing what we're doing yeah so exciting and great that we have technology now to be able to uh, build businesses that are online and that we can really leverage, if you will, around flexibility and ensuring that uh, we can bring our message to the world. So well, let's dive into the first area, working smarter, not harder. So many entrepreneurs often believe falsely that the more work that they put in, the more that they do, the busy, busy, busyness is what's going to generate them success. But I love how you both stand for scaling our business, so increasing that without actually increasing the amount of time we put in or the energy that we we put into it. What's the greatest insights around this that uh, ambitious entrepreneurs who are listening and watching today need to know if they want to grow but don't necessarily want to wear themselves out in the process? I just had a million answers fly through my head. So I'm going to try to like say them in a way that makes sense, but just stop me and ask questions if I'm getting lost. So it, above all else, like we have strategies, we have you know, concepts and ideas and actually things that you can implement. But above all else, the best time and energy hack of all time is to do what you love. Mm -hmm. And the, the thing that we used to coach our corporate clients on was 
to, you know, be productive so that they like, like, uh, how do I say this? They, they could implement strategies to get more done in less time and really leverage their time and energy and work during their peak times and all of this. <clears throat> and we realized that we were helping people hate their jobs less and helping them to get work done, right? So like you have to be at work from eight to five. So you're going to have to, you know, do whatever you need to do to get the work done. When we work with entrepreneurs, the, that issue is flipped completely upside down. We're helping people who are so energized by doing what they love. We have to help them work less so mm -hmm. that they can actually enjoy their lives. And we've fallen into this. Like it's so easy when you're in the flow to work like 14 hours straight and not even realize it. So for entrepreneurs, that's our mission to help them to serve mm -hmm. the, like at their maximum level, high quality service, serving with their hearts and also providing the lifestyle that they deserve mm -hmm. and that they desire. And really the reason why we become entrepreneurs in the first place, right? So like yes. have control over our, our finances, our time, our energy, our lives. Um, but with that said, something that we teach on a very foundational level is really getting clarity. And the, clear, the clearer you are about how you want to serve, why you serve, who you serve, mm -hmm. that clarity bleeds into everything else that you do, your website copy, your social media, your like talking to clients, even having conversations, that clarity is really important. And once you have that, uh, one of our, I'll share one of our strategies with you. Mm -hmm. um, and this is probably one of my favorites in our foundational work with our clients. And this very briefly is called the decision matrix. And it was based off of something that um, Eisenhower created back in the wartime. Um, and essentially it's uh, being able to identify your tasks and priorities based on the urgency and importance or lack thereof of the task. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's broken down into four quadrants. I won't go too much into it, um, but the quadrants are fires, right? They're important. They're urgent. They have to be done by you. They have to be done right now. Uh, low level tasks, delights and distractions and sweet spot time. And as entrepreneurs and humans, really, as you said, we spend a lot of time doing kind of busy work or low level tasks mm -hmm. because we feel that either they need to get done because they've always needed to get done. They need to get done by us and they make us feel good. Like it's that like short term uh, sort of like, it, what is it? Uh, sense of completion. Yes. Sense of completion. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and so we spend our, a lot of our time doing these little tasks, right? Like replying to emails or like, uh, you know, sharing something from Facebook to Instagram, little things that are important, but they don't necessarily need to be done by us. And they mm. don't necessarily move our business forward in the biggest strides possible. Yes. And where we really want to be creating time is in the sweet spot, which is important, but not urgent. Mm -hmm. So that's really where you're working smarter and not harder because you're identifying the things that don't really need to be done with any sort of urgency, but when you're able to do them, it will move your business forward. And this includes anything like quarterly planning or even weekly planning. Mm -hmm. uh, these are things like creating copy for or content, right? Writing blogs, perhaps. Um, and so that's one of our favorite work smarter, not harder uh, strategies. And it definitely goes deeper than that. 
I hope I did an okay yeah, job. Yeah, like, no, that was great. It, I love that. Yeah. Let, let's yeah. dive into um, that. Getting to the point where you're working more uh, in the important tasks uh, because I think when we're constantly reacting to urgent putting out fires, often that can be an indication that something a couple of steps beforehand hasn't been implemented, is not in place. And that can burn our energy if we're constantly being driven. Now, for some of us, and I don't know if you heard of the Colby A assessment, but one of the um, assessment outcomes is that someone is, they call it a quick start. And I'm a quick start. And they're people who love challenges, who thrive on it. Actually, we click into action, we problem solve, we innovate and we get things done. That drives us. So what I've often heard with leaders, managers and business owners who thrive on that, we can often allow chaos to be created because that fires us into action. And if things flow too smoothly, it kind of, well, you know, same old, same old. So either of you jump in. What, what systems or support or framework can you suggest that maybe you've put into place for some of your business uh, client colleagues or clients or even yourself that enables us to not necessarily just be driven from those challenge moments, but really work on the right activities and still show up as, as someone who's quite innovative, driven and loves those challenges. Who wants to jump in and maybe share some insights around that? Because this is an area that many ambitious entrepreneurs struggle with because we love that chaos, and but that's going to wear us out. Right. Wow. What a great question. There's so many layers there and there mm. could be, I mean, this is such an individual thing. And yeah. a lot of the work that we do end up doing with clients is very individualized to, as you said, based on personality, based on your habits, based on the way that you do life and business, right? Which is pretty much the same thing. Uh, and so, you know, one place to start that I think it would be really telling, and a lot of this is about gaining that awareness first. Mm. It's just, we recommend often with clients that you take about a week it doesn't even have to be a week if it feels like a lot of time, but maybe three days and write down everything that you do. And this is going to feel so like for people, especially that feel time crunched already, like mm. I don't have time to write down, but really if you uh, are in the interest of experimentation and trying it out, give it a try, write down everything that you do. And then using that decision matrix, start to identify where where are you spending the majority of your time? So if you find yourself sucked into low-level tasks, then what is that a cue for? It means that you probably, as you said, need to have better systems in place. You could um, use some of your sweet spot time to create standard operating procedures, maybe uh, write out your ideal VA or some type of support mm. system, right? So there are clues in the way that you're navigating your day if you're willing to shine the light on them and look for that awareness. So begin by writing everything down and see, okay, this is where, where are the holes that I can plug and where are the pieces that I need to address through, again, this is like, it's so radical in this day and age, but mm -hmm. it's this mindset of slowing down in order to speed up. And I think that's what happens with entrepreneurs often. We're so, we are, as you said, we, we have ideas, we're moving fast, we're innovators, we get excited and we get excited by the busyness often too. But if we can remember that slowing down allows us to actually make huge strides through our business, uh, to our business of our dreams, then we can then begin to honor and really relish moments of calm mm -hmm. as much as we relish and get excited about the bigger things because we almost need that 
that ebb and that flow of creativity as entrepreneurs, right? So it's like, okay, I'm getting this this dump of, of energy and excitement and creativity right now. And then there will be an ebb from that. And mm. so how do we leverage that calm? So it's finding that balance. And I think where we become really hard on ourselves as entrepreneurs is feeling like we have to be in this like go, go, go mode all the time yes. or feeling like that's either where our, we are deriving our sense of worth which can be a really slippery slope there. And I'll share, uh, you know, in full uh, disclosure that that is, that is my drug of choice. Like mm. I have um, definitely been very mindful about working through uh, the way that I tie my self-worth with doing. Mm -hmm. And I think for many entrepreneurs and just, and women especially, we have been raised to feel that the more that we do, the better we are as humans, right? Mm -hmm. The more successful we are, the busier we are, the, the more we're getting done. And we've been uh, talking a lot in our own business about really reclaiming the word lazy as an mm -hmm. entrepreneur, right? Because most of us are like, oh my God, I never want to be seen as lazy. Like lazy, we think of that as such a bad thing. We mm -hmm. think of resting, slowing down, sitting on the couch, relaxing, taking time off, being lazy as is somehow diminishing our self-worth. Mm. Well, imagine how differently and how much more powerfully we show up in our business and in the services that we're providing if we're taking that time to take care of ourselves. Yes. We're taking that time to slow down. So we want to just encourage everyone to really reclaim the power of downtime, mm. reclaim the power of the word lazy. And kind of, it's like everybody has been called lazy at some point in their life. And it's like, you know, a little bit of trauma that we all need <laughs> to clear. And remember that it's, it's, we're not talking lazy like you're like anybody that's an entrepreneur, anybody listening to this, you're not lazy. No. If you slow down, <laughs> sometimes just, the best creativity or right? times on ideas exactly. is when you're work walking in the bush or you're just sitting down yes, and relaxing. Yes. And if we're on the go all the time, we're just not really allowing ourselves to to uh, yeah to re-energize and to reframe things. Sometimes, you know, something sure. that I often um, would do years and years ago. This happened years and years ago. Was you know multitasking. A lot of women we can multitask, and we used to we used to. Work that as a badge of honor but as we know now science has proved that multitasking actually diminishes our attention span on what we're working on and I remember one day I was sitting at my computer I was just updating my website it was a WordPress uh, WordPress based website I was talking to someone and just taking some notes and as I was doing those things I pressed save and then there was this big red button and then I was talking and I went yes and then it said, are you sure? And I went, yes. And as soon as I pressed, I went, oh, what did I just press? I had completely reset my website back to zero. And it was like, oh my goodness. But thankfully I had a team that backed it up and everything. I said, I'm so sorry. I've just wiped the whole website. And that was the day I realized, you know what, multitasking, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm just focusing wow. on the task at hand because... You can stretch yourself too thin, your attention can wane and you can delete your entire website, which is a bit of a panic mode there. This is great. Let's dive into uh, what it means to be a badass in business and in life. So who wants to jump in? Mamie Pua, share with us, how do you define the word badass? 
Oh my gosh. This is like, I, I know this is on our sheet, but it still surprises me and delights me every time somebody asks us this. Um, and it's all over our website and actually part of like our pre-interview with anybody that we interview with, we always say, are we allowed to swear here? Can we say the word badass? Uh, and is that a swear? We pray is that it? the answer is yes. <laughs> I've heard it so much. It kind of, well, you know, it really is, is um, yeah, something that people say a lot. So how would you, would you define it? What does it mean to you? Yeah. Totally. Um, so really a badass is just somebody who is, is really taking, taking life and, and entrepreneurship into their own hands and owning it, owning mm. all the, the beautiful, amazing, fun parts of it. And all, can we swear? Can I say that the S word? You mean as in BS? <laughs> as, yes. I'll say that all okay. the BS that comes with being an entrepreneur yeah. and all of the challenge and all of the, all, all like the heartache and really looking fear in the face and saying, I want this mm. badly enough that all of this is worth it. And I am in control. Nothing happens to me. Everything happens for me. Mm -hmm. And I have the tools and I have the grit to persevere and problem solve and really come out on the other side in the name of service. That's a badass. Somebody yeah. who is there to make this world a more beautiful, better, brighter place through something of their own creation or not, right? Like it, we have a badass admin VA on our team and mm -hmm. she she's, you know, working for us and she's, you know, she's also an entrepreneur and she's a badass in that way, but she is also a such a badass on our team mm -hmm. in the name of service. And I think that really is at the core of everything that we teach and everyone that we serve really is heart led and has that like relentless grit to both problem solve and really own what they're doing. But also, as you said, know, know their limits mm -hmm. and be okay with slowing down and taking care of themselves. And that's really sweet spot stuff too, right? Yeah. Self-care is not urgent. Mm. It's not. So people put it on the back burner. They say, oh, I can sleep later. I'll sleep this weekend. When really, when you're rested, when you feel good, when you feel in alignment, when you feel uh, just kind of at, at peace, that's when we are most productive. That's when our quality of service is the highest. So that really to us is like, so That's true. Yeah, so yeah. true. Something that um, <laughs> we were just talking about with a few people over on LinkedIn uh, just a couple of days ago was around how often in business do we look at what other people are doing or even sometimes our mentors. And we don't have that self-awareness of what really would fit fits in for us and how we want to do business. And I recall that there were many coaches that I've had over the years and whilst there were absolute aspects of what they were sharing that really fit well, there was always something, you know, that doesn't really really fit in with my style and what I do and so I think for, for me also and I'd love for you to, to, to give your thoughts on this that badass is being okay that if you want to do something differently because it suits who you are then give yourself permission to do that give yourself permission to not dumb yourself down or hide aspects of you that you know because as women what we all often try and do is we don't want to really stand out do we we want to kind of be amongst the group amongst the crowd so for some of us we're dumbing down who we are because we don't want to shine so brightly that we dim other people's lights or we allow other people's 
interactions, conversations and attitudes impact us so that we do play small and we don't really get out there full steam on our terms. So what would you say to someone that recognises, all right, I can see listening to that, you know, your, your description of badass, I've only been doing it half steam because I'm afraid of stepping out and, and being bold because that's who she is. She, because of the fact that there may be criticism and here in Australia we have a term called the tall poppy and that is when someone really shines other people like to cut them down to you know to level we don't want anyone standing up and standing out what insights would you want to share to that because this is something that I know many women in business struggle with on a daily basis Yes. Wow. I love this. This is such an important topic. And, you know, we, we actually dive deep into this in our program and help people to move from trying to be all things to all people mm -hmm. and become more themselves so that they can serve the people that they're really meant to serve. And all of the fears and all of the limiting beliefs and all the stickiness that surrounds that. And so the first thing we'd want to say, because we do have people come to our program, they're like, oh my gosh, I've been trying to be all things to all people. And I've my copywriting has been very vanilla. I really mm -hmm. see how I've been hiding my gifts or not well, not really willing to be seen right now. And so the first thing we always say is like, be easy on yourself. We all, that's where we all start out. Our, the first website we had was very vanilla. We, mm. you know, you're, as you start, especially as an entrepreneur, it is natural and normal to look to see what other people are doing because that's igniting something in you. You're getting excited. You're like, wow, that's something people can do. That excites me. And so there is a lot of comparison that happens, especially in those early stages as entrepreneurs. But yes, then we start to feel that calling, like something is off. Maybe our, our uh, copy isn't landing quite right. Maybe we're not quite connecting with the people that we want to. We have that sound to our website, like we with these very broad terms and nothing is really hitting because we, those people that we're really meant to connect to our tribe, right? Our people, they can't hear. Mm. So in many ways, the journey of an entrepreneur is becoming more and more yourself. And that's certainly what we've experienced. And it's a lot of, it's a lot of inner work, right? Personal development, as much as the professional development, it's, it's really asking yourself, who am I? What excites me? What lights me up? And yes, am I willing to be a stand for that? Mm -hmm. Am I willing to uh, speak out and be seen and let that light shine on me, even if it means that some people are going to be like, eh, that's not for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, it's bold, it's badass for sure, but it's always so worth it because as for us, for example, to give you a really clear, concrete example, we made a shift in our business a couple years ago to really start using the language that we use in real life. Mm -hmm. So that when I definitely swear like sailors, we're a little bit, uh, mm -hmm. our mouths sometimes get away from us. And so before we were really focused on like, okay, but we have to be professional, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever that means. We have to be professional out there. And maybe it's a little PTSD from being in the corporate world. Maybe it's whatever it is, right? But the less like professional and stuffy we started being and the more ourselves we were and frankly just out of pure like exhaustion from mm -hmm. not being ourselves because talk about working hard smarter not harder trying to filter everything yeah. you say is completely exhausting so the more you can just shed and be like okay guys world this is who i am 
I'm sorry. This is how I talk. This is who I am. This is how I serve. The people that your tribe, the people that you're meant to serve can finally hear you. Mm. So when we made that shift in our business many years ago, it was like, oh, like the more and more we became ourselves, the more and more people responded. And so try it, right? Like it's an experiment. Again, mm -hmm. you'll see, and then it will be positive uh, confirmation for you that, wow, okay, I am rewarded for being more and more myself. Yes. And we love that, right? We're in a world of, of authenticity and vulnerability, and we have so many choices out there online. Mm -hmm. People can feel when you're being real, and people can feel when you're not showing all of yourself. And if yeah. you're not showing up as all of yourself, and I'm not saying like, go and overshare every single, you know, detail about your life. In fact, but, please don't. Yeah, please, maybe, maybe don't. <laughs> Unless five, and that's the kind of thing. But, you know, there is something to be said for showing up with, with that full heart and that willingness to be seen. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a journey, but it's so worth it. Oh, so <laughs> and to add to that too, that's a great way to uh, shift your mindset around competition. Mm -hmm. So a lot of us are worried, right? We got to do our market research. We got to see what's out there. Are our prices competitive? Do we offer the same things that our competitors offer? And all of that, quite frankly, doesn't matter. Mm. The only time that that really matters at all is if there's no way for anybody to know who you are and yeah. to know who's behind the business because then they're just comparing notes, right? Mm -hmm. But the more you can shine your personality through your web, web copy, through your social media, going live on Facebook, like all of these things mm -hmm. are tools that we should be using as entrepreneurs to show our clients what our vibe is so that they know like, that's my people. Of all of these business coaches, I resonate with them the most. Mm. And people don't get to make decisions like that if you hide your personality and hide who you are. The other danger of trying to be all things to all people is you end up attracting clients that aren't your people and they will be pains in the butt yeah. and they will not resonate with your messaging and you'll be frustrated with them, right? And vice versa, the more you that you are externally, the more perfect clients will show up. You'll love each other. They'll get results. They'll be stoked about you. They'll talk about you to all of their friends. So that alignment and that clarity again is so key. Yeah. So, so true. Love that. Thank you for reminding us of that. And I think women, we get to a certain point where we have to realize that, you know, it's okay to be you. Find out, get that self-awareness of what makes you so unique and so special. And you know what? You just show up as you give yourself permission. And that is, uh, is when you really will shine. What would you say when we're thinking about um, creating that extraordinary professional partnership? You guys have done Done that so very well what would be one thing if you were to share with the one thing and that may be different for each of you so let's check in with both of you that you know has to be in place to uh, to enable us if we do want to start a partnership it has to be in place for that partnership to thrive let's go with you first Kimmy what's that one thing that you now looking back can see that this is so important in your mm -hmm. business partnership this is a hard question to answer because there are so many things and it is something that we really actively work at and always have. But if I were to sum it all up, <laughs> I, I would say that there is one thing that we both have committed to and that we talk about a lot with each other. 
And that is that we don't move forward with something unless it feels right to both of us. Mm -hmm. And we're really sensitive and mindful about that. And that includes the beginning of our partnership. And both of us have a lot of patience and belief mm -hmm. in trusting that you know, that, that, that the slowing down of that, that waiting until we both feel really good about something mm -hmm. and then moving forward from there, it, that actually saves us time and energy and a lot of stress in our relationship. So we're so committed above anything else to make sure that both of us feel really good about either the yeses or the noes or whatever decisions that we make together as a partnership. And that's huge. And it, the only way that you can really ensure that is through really solid and honest communication. Yes, love that. Pua, what would you add to that? What's that one thing that you think is so crucial in a partnership? Oh, that's a good answer. It's so it's so true. It's such a big part of what we do. But I do think communication channels and being really clear on, uh, you know, what what your boundaries are also. And it's not like you are not allowed to talk to me. You are not allowed to call me on this day at this time. Like we don't ever like it's not that kind of boundary. But it really is just understanding really what makes your partner happy. And I think this is like both in business and in life. And I know like there are times when Kimi is doing things that she loves and there's no way I'm going to ask her a business question that can wait until tomorrow during those mm -hmm. times. And, you know, there are times when we have identified blocks of deep work. So if I know that Kimi's getting work done, I'll try to like batch my questions and send them all at once or send them in an email instead of a Slack. Um, so little things like that, I think are really huge just in terms of, creating a comfortable work environment. Um, but I will say, like, we hit the jackpot. And there <laughs> are definitely stories that we've heard of partnerships that went sour mm -hmm. for all sorts of reasons. And um, so, you know, the alignment that we feel through, or, or like for our service, right, we are so aligned that feeling into decisions together tends to be a really easy process. So mm -hmm. even before communication, before, you know, decision making, I think it's important to identify your partner by somebody who clearly aligns with your values and how you want to serve and who you want to serve. Mm -hmm. um, and that's been a really big part of our partnership. And I think it's something that can be fostered and nurtured in a, in a partnership or in a group. Um, so you don't have to just like, happen upon the right person but uh yeah for sure that that yeah. like aligned great kind of heart-led service is really special for our partnership yeah so so true yeah. and i think you know um what sums that all of that up and you've added to this as well and, and mentioned this is the ongoing communication because you know those things can all be in place and it's important to have those open channels of communication because it's the unsaid things and the unspoken things that will continue to fester to the point that uh, sometimes uh, it really can then shatter what could have been an incredible partnership. So who wants to dive in, share a little bit more about uh, how you can support ambitious entrepreneurs and then the best way to connect with you? Sure. Okay. Uh, wow. We get so we get so excited. Like I feel myself shaking in my seat when I think about uh, the ways that we serve our clients, and and we absolutely love 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 what we do. So we 
There are some really great ways to get to know us better. We have a podcast, our Brocast to Badass podcast, and we also have a wonderful tribe on Facebook, uh, our Best Life Ever tribe there. And uh, so there's lots of different ways that connect us, get to know us a little bit better. We primarily serve clients either through digital media services. So we love creating uh, amazing, stunning digital media assets for people that are super clear about uh, their, their mission, their vibe. We work exclusively with heart-led entrepreneurs and people that really have a, a big mission in, in this world. And so we love helping people to create online courses and really uh, figure out ways that they can serve more people by working less <laughs> and being able to multiply yourself in the world. And online courses, membership sites are really powerful ways to do that, mm -hmm. uh, which is why we also have a, a beautiful online course called Broke Ass to Badass, just like our podcast. So that's our coaching program. It's a little bit of one-on-one, -on -one, it's a little bit of group coaching, and it's an online uh, training platform as well. And it really is all the nuts and bolts, everything that you need to build a beautiful badass online business from the ground up. It's all the clarity work, it's the mindset stuff, as well as the nuts and bolts of the technology to get you started mm -hmm. and to get you feeling really comfortable with social media, with uh, digital media in general, and then also all of the productivity strategies to help you to scale that business. So uh, we love to uh, coach people on outsourcing, working smarter, not harder, figuring out ways to make sure that this business allows you to continue to grow, but doesn't compromise your relationships, your quality of life, mm -hmm. uh, and your wellness, of course. So that's a little bit about our program. And we certainly, we start everything with a conversation. We love just meeting entrepreneurs, hearing what you're doing. Uh, that's, that's really what we love to fill our day with is just beautiful, inspiring conversations with people that are following their heart. So uh, there you go. That's, that's what we do in a nutshell. <laughs> and Pua, the web address and to connect with, with, with you, what's the best web address? Totally. It's bledigital.com. Uh, and if you just search BLE Digital on Facebook, you'll find our page. Uh, a quick way to get to our group is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash B-L-E tribe. Um, and then on Instagram, we are at Brokeass to Badass. So those are kind of all the ways that we love to connect and engage with our, our tribe and our, our peeps. Fantastic. And of course, we'll put all of those details and links on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES 253. Well, ladies, it has been an absolute blast speaking with you today. Thank you so much for the inspiration and message that you continue to share for entrepreneurs who really feel that they have a message and an impact that they want to make with people and uh, provide the relevant support that they need to be able to do that. So thank you once again for coming on the show. Thank, thank you, you so much, much for having it's been us. an honor. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including our no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklists to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.